Hola mi gente, welcome to the first episode of Fino Latino. My name is Gonzalo Alberto Peña and my quest is to help us Latinos, Latinas, Latinx, Hispanos, La Raza, Ibero-Americans, whatever we call ourselves these days, adopt innovating ways to live and to lead. Now my listeners, if any of you don't consider yourself a Latino, don't worry, today you're one. So, bienvenido, bienvenida. Welcome to our podcast. This podcast is about innovation, about leadership, about diversity, all from my perspective, the perspective of a Latino immigrant who has been involved in many different fields, marketing, international relations, nonprofit organizations, the arts, etc. Not only that, I'll bring you stories from leaders, authors, organizations, and even cultures that can help us adapt innovation, not only as a person, but also as an organization. This is Igno Latino. As a Latino, I've come from a very creative and brilliant culture. Tenacity, wits, loyalty, a sense of belonging, and even resilience. Man, I love being a Latino and the knowledge and values that I grew up with. Gracias, ma. Gracias, pa. But for some reason, we look at ourselves in a very dim light. Whether it is because of what the politicians say, or because how historically we've been represented in the media, or even because of the way we see ourselves, we imagine our culture sometimes as one of poverty, stupidity, irrationality, irresponsibility, machismo, and even criminality. Sad, isn't it? Now, do I believe that we have to deal with those issues in our culture? That's a resounding yes, of course we do. However, are we the only culture that is grappling with those issues? I think you know the answer. The point I'm trying to make is that we should not be defined by the problems we face. I believe that we are more a lot more than our social illnesses, if you will. We have a rich and admirable legacy of hard work. Furthermore, we've given humankind a great legacy of literature, architecture, medicine, innovative technology, and even food security. Yep, you heard me, food security. The thing is that it's really hard to remember this legacy, especially when poverty, lack of access to education, lack of access to financial resources, and lack of access to opportunities in general are evident among our people. But again, we don't need to define ourselves by our problems. We just need to identify the elements that have improved our lives and the lives of others, and then do something with it. Let me give you an example about my own life. Believe it or not, there are people and organizations out there that could benefit from your heritage, your background, from your experiences, from your values. In a word, from your culture, mijo. Sometimes we just have to dare to let other people know about it, no matter how different it might be from others. In fact, good organizations look for the best way to obtain new ideas. They know that they need to look at issues from a different perspective if they want to find solutions. In order to do that, they need people with different perspectives 
and different backgrounds. Sounds familiar? Let me tell you about my own experience and how telling people about my own background helped community in general. It was 2012 and I was working with the Utah Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Right before lunch, my boss entered my office and asked me if I wanted to take his place at a meeting in downtown. The meeting was going to be with the leadership of the Utah Symphony, Utah Opera. Now, you need to know something about me. I come from a musical family, and I even studied 12 years of music theory in Venezuela. Yeah, Venezuela has produced a lot of good musicians. I'm not saying I'm one, though. Well, the point is that music has always been kind of my jam. So when my boss asked me, I was like, um, let me see, freaking yes! On the way there, the excitement turned into a bit of an anxiety and the fear of failure is starting to kick in right before I entered into the room. After all, I was representing my organization and as it turned out, my culture. I really didn't want to fail at this. I really didn't want to mess up. Well, I entered this huge conference room whose windows looked over the Salt Lake City Valley and at the table were sitting down several figures of leadership in both in the private and the nonprofit sector. I sat down realizing that they'd been waiting for me to start. Awkward! At the center of the table was the commanding presence of a tall lady with short hair who was looking at me like she meant business. At that point I realized that, one, I wasn't my boss who had confirmed his attendance to the meeting. Two, I was late. Three, I was the only Latino there, and it really looked like I didn't belong in that room. She asked everyone at the table to introduce themselves, each of them with a position of relevance in their organizations. I think the phrase, what am I doing here, crossed my mind a couple of times. Then it was my turn. I decided to establish an immediate connection by telling them about my music background and how passionate I was about the subject. At that point, I could notice that their demeanor relaxed. They didn't have to worry any longer about convincing me about their cause. I was a convert already. The last one to get introduced was the lady herself. Her name was Melia Turanjo, then president and CEO of the Utah Symphony and Utah Opera. She proceeded to let me know that they were bringing a series of concerts with Hispanic themes, even an opera in Spanish. It was the first time they were going to do that. They really want the Latino people to get involved. They wanted to invite them to our events, to the concerts. So they had a lot of questions about our people. At that point, I started describing the local Latino community, our challenges, our values, our motivations, the media we consume. I was pretty much giving them suggestions about how to sell an opera to people who had never listened to one. The attendants were taking notes from me. They were taking notes from what I was telling them. I became an ambassador for the arts to my people. They implemented what they learned from my remarks. We worked together with our community, and that music season was a great success for everyone. 
including our people. I was so happy to see many of my people going to professional performances of classical music for the first time in their lives and being fascinated by it. They were touched. The successes continued. The best one was last year's Celebración Sinfónica. They were celebrating Latino music and we had Maestro Carlos Miguel Prieto, a world-renowned conductor, leading the Utah Symphony. The Utah Symphony was performing Latin American pieces of music that had everyone on their feet in a standing ovation and literally begging for more. The Utah Symphony had once again charmed my community into one, and my people got to hear their own music performed by a professional symphonic orchestra. The Utah Symphony Utah Opera has succeeded as an organization in expanding their audience and they continue to thrive in delivering great live performances. And for that, I'll always be grateful. Now, many actors came into play here. I didn't do this by myself. As I said, look for feedback from different sectors of our community. But I can't help wonder, what would have happened if I had let my anxiety take over and not go to that meeting? What would have happened if I decided not to share my ideas and my diverse background with them. One thing is for sure, I would have missed out on the privilege of representing my people to the community. So my first invitation to you is to step up to the plate and apply the following lessons I've learned. Believe in your own experience, background, heritage, in your culture, because it can help others. Identify those elements from your culture write them down, enhance them, learn a way to share them effectively, look for ways to share them with others. Well, th that's all I have for today. I hope you liked this first episode. What I'm trying to do in this podcast is transmitting to you the best ideas I've encountered and the people behind them. We'll keep showing you the stories and testimonies of people organizations, situations, discoveries, movements, and even creations that are helping make the world a better place. This podcast is also meant to help you adopt innovation into your life. How? By helping you adopt new ideas, new ways of thinking, and those ideas will benefit you, your family, your organization, your community, your nation, and even the world. We're going to help you generate your own ideas and help them grow. So, in a nutshell, this podcast is meant to help you. Yes, you, my listener. Now, I don't care if you're white, black, brown, yellow, European, Australian, African, poor, educated, illiterate, whatever. I'm welcoming you to my culture. Today, you are not only a Latino. Today, you are a Latino that is adopting innovation into your own life. You are an Inno Latino. 